Hey guys, this is Jay Nice, and if you hear my voice, then it is time to open your heart and mind to receive the word. I pray that whatever you are dealing with gets easier as I share with you what was placed on my heart. Lord, I ask that you use me and grant our listeners serenity. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Now that you're all caught up, I would like to tell you it gets greater later. Although we sometimes have to suffer for righteousness sake, I want to remind you that we can find peace in God through Jesus while the world brings tribulation. But the good news reported in John 16, 33 states, take courage. I have overcome the world. This statement alone should make us rejoice and take a sigh of relief because God has already sent Jesus to go before us as the ultimate sacrifice and as our example. Philippians 4 and 8. (laughs) So Lecrae, he said, in one of his songs, he said, he think about Philippians 4 and 8 when the devil throw things in his path, you know, to, to knock him off. So let's Let me take you to, let me go to Philippians 4 and 8 to see what it says. I want you to go with me now. I know you got the Bible app on your phone, so let's get to it. I told you, when you, when you hear this voice, you already know what time it is time to open your heart and your mind to learn because um we are learning together okay so philippians chapter four the subtitle is think of excellence so let's see i'm gonna start from five because i always like to give you a little background it says And I'm reading out of the Amplified Version. Let your gentle spirit, your graciousness, unselfishness, mercy, tolerance, and patience be known to all people. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, in every circumstance and situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific requests known to God. And the peace of God, that peace which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Jesus, is yours. It is yours. That peace. All right. So this is a Philippians 4 and 8 right here that I was referring to earlier. It says, finally, believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute. If there is anything excellent, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things, center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. Mm. So that means you you have to meditate on it. Going to verse nine right now. 
the things which you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things in daily life. And the God who is the source of peace and well-being will be with you. So as long as we use God and Jesus as our example, the peace of God will be with us. So that's what we have to remember when we're arguing, when we're fighting and fussing and, and bickering. Is this is this in God's will? You know, we sometimes we have to ask ourselves those questions. We have to hold ourselves accountable. Even me, as I said before, I'm not perfect, but I'm striving to be more like Jesus on a daily basis, you know? And I know it's challenging, but I'm up for the challenge. Hmm. So what's next? It says, oh, but don't get me wrong. God says no sometimes. I learned this the hard way, if you will. We have to have boundaries when it comes to seeking out the desires of our hearts. We have to be sure it aligns to God's will for our lives. I would like to just pray for, pray really quickly. Dear Lord, Thank you for a new day and new mercies. Please help me guard my heart against the schemes of the enemy. Give me the ability to discern what is your perfect will for my life and follow it with a grateful and joyful heart. Also, continue to give me the desires to read, study, and show myself approved to you. I can put trust in you that you will help me to deny my flesh and put it under subjection as you have given me power. I am a powerhouse. Thank you for the vision you have given me and allowing me to hold myself accountable. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I would like you guys to have a similar prayer. You know, like sometimes we learn from other people and sometimes it's not always good, but sometimes it is, you know, but some, but it's, it's, it's good to pray, you know, and I feel like God is that that the person we can be open and honest with about everything. You know, like sometimes in relationships, we we don't feel like we can really open up and tell this person everything because we don't want to get hurt. But God, you don't have God know our heart, you know. And I'm gonna get back to that later. So remember that God know our heart. I just want to stay on track here. God's mercy is evident through his ultimate sacrifice. His only son in order to save us. So, are you going to grab a hold of the lifeline? Don't miss your beat. You could have a new start and a new hope through God's resurrection of Jesus Christ and inherit something that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading that is kept in heaven for you. In other words... We are spiritually transformed, renewed, and set apart for his purpose. You are being guarded by God's power through faith for a salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. This is why it is so important for us to be revealed. Wait. This is why it is so important for us to be woke in the sense that when the rapture when when God comes back, right, 
the rapture. We 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 can't we have to be ready so that we don't go the wrong way thinking we know everything. You know how it says lean not on your own understanding? Yeah. Just going back far to the to the episode in the beginning. <laughs> I'm breaking things full circle. We cannot lean on our own understanding. We have to trust God has our best interests in heart. I know it's hard because our own earthly parents and friends may have betrayed us, causing us to be distressed by various trials. But according to 1 Peter 1 and 7, trials happen so that the genuineness of your faith, which is more valuable than gold, that is perishable, yet refined or reinforced by fire. This act alone should result in in our praise, glory, and honor at the revelation of Jesus. Even though you cannot see Jesus now, love him. You believe and trust in him and rejoice because this, because this leads to us receiving the goal of your faith, which is that salvation, which is the salvation of our souls. So the goal of our faith is the salvation of our souls. Mm. So I feel like if we do things in life and we don't have a goal, we won't really accomplish anything. So we got to have a goal, even in our faith, to get salvation. So today I just want you to write down a couple goals you have. If you have a planner or if you don't have a planner, like you can write it on regular paper. Like years ago, I had so many goals and I'm telling you, it's okay if things change. Like, yes, some of your goals, like I wrote down my goals for this, the following year, you know, 2021, I'm sure I'll achieve some and some I won't. It's okay to not do everything. You know, it's okay to to just have a break. Like during this time, some like if you in school or you working and you know, it's a lot going on, especially if you have children. So I understand, but so don't beat yourself up about certain things, but you know, those certain things you can't let slide. Like you have to stay on yourself if you want to reach certain goals. You know, yes, we do have some goals that are more pressing than others. I always say, So just you prioritize. You just got to learn how to prioritize and prioritize what's important to you. But what I want to teach us today or what I'm learning, even in my own study, you know, is about God's will for our life and just how important that is to have trust and to be a believer in these times. So I would like to explain Salvation is the preservation or deliverance from harm, ruin, or loss. Deliverance from sin and its consequences, which is given to us through our faith in Christ. Faith is having complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Now, I know this can be... Okay, so it can be really like disastrous to put your faith in the wrong people. Um I could just say my testimony and my you know story is 
I, I have gone through this similar thing, like putting my faith in men over God, things I can see versus things I can't see. Like I had to really learn the love of God because I never really had a, a father figure in my life, you know, growing up. Like I never really knew who my dad was, still don't to this day. But um, it was really hard for me to understand God's love and just the concept of somebody loving you but not being there physically with you. So, whew, you know, like, <laughs> of course, I'm still dealing with this as well. But I could just, I could just say, like, I feel God's love. I know that I'm blessed. I have faith. Like, that's the difference. Like, I'm unbroken, you know? Like, but I'm not going to go off on the tangent. I'm going to get back on topic. <laughs> back to what I was saying. Now, I know this can be hard because of how we were raised and some of the things we have experienced in our lives, but it was nothing compared to the things Jesus has suffered. That's why it's important to learn about Jesus's trials and tribulations, which will give us peace to know that we aren't suffering alone. Like, that was the one thing that Jesus, his sacrifice, that's why it's so significant to us in our daily lives. Like, people are like, oh, the Bible's so old. Like, how can that relate to me now? It relates. This, it relates. It relates, man. You just got to see how, how you can use this in your own life. So, once we know that what salvation is and accept it then we become responsible to live upright we do this by preparing our mind for action by being sober in spirit steadfast self-discipline <sighs> speaking to myself here too <laughs> and morally alert first peter 13 says fix your hope completely on the Fix your hope completely on the grace of God that is coming to you when Jesus is revealed. Mm. Fix your hope completely on the grace of God that is coming to you when Jesus is revealed. Mm. So we this means we have to live as obedient children of God. Do not be conformed to the evil desires of your former ignorance before you knew the regular requirements and transforming power of the good news regarding salvation we have to strive to be like jesus christ being set apart from the world by your godly character and moral courage as it is written be holy because i am holy <laughs> god will judge us according to what we do so while we are here on earth we must conduct ourselves in a manner that will be pleasing to him because when he comes back for us are you going to be ready? You know, are you going to be, you know, <sighs> this reminds me of when 
I was younger. We would act a fool while no adults were looking and straighten up when we knew the adults were on their way back. However, we don't know when God and Jesus is coming back, so we must be mindful of that at all times. Like you always say, God, God know my heart. We must know that. We must know that you are precious, and you were not. You are redeemed from your useless, spiritually unproductive way of life, inherited by tradition from our forefathers. Okay, this is in First Peter one and eighteen. It says. I'm, y'all know I gotta quote my scripture because I want I don't want y'all to be like what's she talking about like nah this is written <laughs> it say you were not redeemed from your useless spiritually unproductive way of life inherited by tradition from our forefathers with corruptible things like silver and gold but you were actually purchased with the precious blood of Christ who was known before the foundation of the world, but was revealed publicly for you. Through him, believe confidently in God, our heavenly father, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are centered in resting God. We are purified by our obedience in the truth through the spirit, which helps us grow in salvation. We, we do this by showing sincere brotherly love to one another from a pure heart, always unselfishly seeking the best for each other. Man, I really wish me and my siblings could do this. I'm sure some of y'all got some sibling stuff going on too, but if not, you lucky. And I'm just, I'm just going to say be grateful for the little things because it's some families out here that are really like broken man like spiritually blind like some people you know and those are the people who I want to help those are the people who I want to reach with what God has placed on my heart you know like I just want to share and I just want you to use what I'm saying in your own life I want you to read these scriptures and I want you to see what this stuff means to you because can't nobody tell you nothing like it's better if you do it on your own, you know, have your own quiet time with God. This is, this is what this is for. So we can build our relationships and, and grow, you know, spiritually and, and, and receive this salvation that God has given us. And just, I just want to teach you guys what I never knew growing up, you know, like this stuff is, man, it's good because God has shown us mercy already by allowing us to be born again, spiritually transformed, renewed, and set apart for his purpose when we accept Jesus in our lives as our Lord and Savior. Oh, I put... <laughs> oh, and not from a seed that is perishable, instead from that which is imperishable and immortal through the living and everlasting word of God. For instance, all all flesh is like grass, and all is glory like a flower of grass. The grass withers and the flower falls off, but the word of the Lord endures forever. So now with that being said, will you do a favor and turn and in turn receive a favor? (laughs) 
If so, please go ahead and read 1 Peter chapter 2 to get spiritual growth and learn the favor that God wants from you. Yes, I said want because God doesn't force us to do anything. He gives us the power and the free will to make our own choices. And that's what people don't understand. Like, well, people do understand that, but I don't know if they really think about it like that because they always say like, if God, you know, really loved me, if he was real, why would he let bad things happen to me? He let, like, he don't let any bad things happen to you. Like, things happen for either a lesson or a blessing. It's all about your perspective and your, and how you receive things, your attitude. Like, you have to be like, okay, okay, something bad happened to me. What am I, instead of always saying, why is this happening to me? Like, complaining, like, thinking negative. We have to say, what am I supposed to learn from this? You know, what can I get from this experience? And that's how you know when you are growing. That's how you know when you've grown. When you're not so selfish and just self-centered and always thinking about yourself and, you know, stuff like that. Man, I'm, like, as I said, I'm still learning and growing. It's even in my marriage, you know, like, I'm, I'm learning. And a marriage is between three people, me my husband and God, it's a covenant, you know, and I'm learning to, to uphold that and, and be accountable and responsible for the decisions that I make. You know, we all have to be so that we can continue to grow. So in first Peter two, it talks about, you know, submitting and baby, yes, submitting in every aspect of your life. And it's funny because I've always had this this little thing with me and submission. We don't work too well. I don't know why. It's just, I just, I don't know. I guess because when I, when I was raised, I was able to make my own choices and decisions. So now that I'm married, I have to, I'm not independent. You know, like it's good to be dependent to a certain extent, basically on your partner just for certain things. But, you know, I mainly got to depend on God because, you know, man will disappoint us, but he won't, you know? And that's what a lot of women kind of are stuck in, like, situations because they looking for that saying that the love of God through a man, but we can't get that through men because... They are imperfect. We got to get that through Jesus, you know? So, I, I'm going to just read this this um, first scripture to y'all. It's, um, Therefore, rid yourselves of all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all slander. Now, I'd like to go over the definitions so we can have a clear understanding. In order to go spiritually, we must not intentionally or desire to do evil or ill will. I want you to make this daily affirmations. And at first, I put, I don't bear malice toward anyone. But then I was like, I want to make it more positive. Um, because I, I, I was saying like, I don't lie. I am not a hypocrite claiming to have moral standards 
or beliefs to which one's own behavior doesn't confirm conform i am not envious desire or desire to have someone else's position possessions qualities or luck we have to be grateful of the qualities and gifts and talents god has blessed us with focus on the positive and you will flourish I don't slander or say hateful statements about people. If you don't have anything good to say, keep your mouth closed. My grandma used to always say that. She didn't say it in them. The as polite as that, but yeah, she used to always say that. And happy birthday to my granny because her birthday was yesterday. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, back to that. Like, yeah, so sometimes yeah you know it's good for us to speak our mind but if it's not good we have to be able to think about like okay how can what i say what is what i'm saying gonna negatively affect someone else basically and i'm not saying be all self-conscious because no it's good to be confident but i'm saying just be nice about it and think before you speak I'm learning that as well I had I have to start thinking before I speak because sometimes I just blur stuff out and not even thinking like how other people would receive it because I don't really care what other people think but at the same time it's like I need to care what God think because <laughs> he who I'm trying to impress impress I'm not I've, I've it's been I told myself that I want to stop being a people pleaser and please God, you know, put God first. <sighs> Going back to the topic. Um, I'm trying to see if I was okay. In Romans 3, verse 20, in the Amplified Version, it says, I'm going to see if I. Instead, we must be like newborns, desiring the pure milk of the word, so that you may grow up into your salvation. If you have tasted that the Lord is good, Jesus is a living stone, better than any crystal you will find. I put that in there. You know, that ain't say that. I just put that in there because it, um, he the living stone. He is, let Jesus be your rock. (laughs) Let Jesus be your rock. Hmm. Okay, so it says Jesus is a living Jesus is a living yet and still stone better than any crystal you will find. But he was rejected by people and chosen by God. So yes, sometimes in our lives we will be rejected. A lot of us we we kind of let that fear of rejection like catch us in the like catch us like a deer in headlights like it just make us just stand still instead of moving forward you know like we should embrace our grace and acceptance and love and mercy and neither deserved or earned but given freely to us from God you can find this in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 This is where the choice of faith comes in. So we have to demonstrate total trust and commitment to the Lord. 
God's righteousness provides justification, which is the first aspect of salvation, where a person's relationship with God is made right through the saving work of Jesus Christ. Now that we know how we are justified, the next step is to is sanctification. When the Holy Spirit indwells, sets apart, and works in the believer to bring about increasing Christ-likeness and holiness, this is the part of the journey that's most important because we will be tested. We have to, like I said, we, we have to have a goal, right? So, just say for me, the ultimate, the well, not for me, but for all believers, we, we should be working toward the ultimate goal, which is glorification. It's the culmination of salvation in which the believer is transformed into Christ-likeness. Blessed are those whose lawless acts are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the person the Lord will never change with sin. Are you blessed? Oh, so I'm sorry if you misheard what I said. I said, blessed is the person the Lord will never charge with sin. Mm. So (laughs) my official first tattoo says blessed. And, you know, tattoos are controversial for Christians or people who believe But in this aspect, I got blessed on me. So I have to carry myself like I'm blessed in everything that I do. And it's not always hard, you know. I mean, it's not always easy, but it's doable. Like I said, I'm up for the challenge. So we have to rest on God's promises. We have to rest on God's promises for our lives. And now I want to go to Hebrews 4 and 11. Go with me to Hebrews. (laughs) The subtopic is the believer's rest. I'm reading out of the Amplified Version, of course. For somewhere in scripture, wait, no, 11. I'm sorry. I usually write them down before, but I want to give you guys time to, I want to read it on my actual, from my Bible. Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest of God, to know and to experience it for ourselves so that no one will fall by following the same example of disobedience as those who die in the wilderness. For the word of God is living and active in full power, making it operative, energizing, and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating as far as the division of the soul and the spirit, hmm, the completeness of the person, and of both joints and marrow, the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and judging the very thoughts and intentions of the heart. And not a creature exists that is concealed from his sight, 
but all things are open and exposed and revealed to the eyes of him with whom we have to give account. Yes, indeed. So like they always say, what's in the dark going to come to the light. And God really do know our hearts. So we have a privilege, you know, to, we have the privilege of free will basically. And the choices that we make, which are going to ultimately lead to whether we are saved or not saved. So it's up to us to decide. We have that ability to choose, you know? I would like to go further. Um, I'm going to read, I'm going to go to Ephesians 4. It's so funny, like, all of the fours. Going to it. You guys can as well. There is one body of believers in one spirit, just as you were called to hope when you, when called to salvation, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and one, f- <laughs> and God and Father of all of us who is sovereign over all and working through all and living in all. Yet grace, God's undeserved favor, was given to each one of us. Not like God don't discriminate in proportion to the measure of Christ's rich and abundant gift. Therefore, it says, when he ascends on high led, cap- led captivity captive, wait, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and he bestowed gifts on men. <laughs> now this expression, he ascended, what does it mean except that he has also previously descended from the heights of the heaven into the lower parts of earth? He who descended is the very same as he who also has ascended high above all the heavens, that he, his presence, might fill all things that is the whole universe. And his gifts to the church were varied, and he himself appointed some as apostles, special messengers, representatives, some as prophets who speak a new message from God to the people, some of evangelists who spread the good news of salvation and some as pastors and teachers to shepherd and guide and instruct. And he did this to fully equip and perfect the saints, God's people for works of service to build up the body of Christ, the church, until we all reach oneness in faith and in the knowledge of the son of God, growing spiritually to become a mature believer reaching to the measure of the fullness of Christ, manifesting his spiritual completeness and exercising our spiritual gifts in unity. Hmm. That's my goal. So that we are no longer children, spiritually immature, tossed back and forth like ships on a stormy sea and carried about by every wind of shifting doctrine, by the cunning and trickery men 
by deceitful scheming of people ready to do anything for personal profit, but speaking the truth in love in all things, both our speech and our lives expressing his truth. Let us grow up in all things into him. Follow his example, who is the head of Christ. From him, the whole body, the church, and all its various parts joined and knitted firmly together by what every joint supplies when each part is working properly causes the body to grow and mature building itself up in unselfish love Mm. if you like what you heard i would encourage you to continue reading you know but i'm gonna stop there because i want to ask a question what is your role what is your role I'm I'm slowly learning my purpose right now. I feel like I'm living on my purpose right now. When I just read that, my eye got watery. <laughs> like this is this is wow. I'ma just I'ma just end it on that note. Like I want you to go back and if you didn't understand fully what I said, I want you to read that scripture for yourself. Read this for yourself. And I want like next time I'm gonna go over um second Corinthians and Matthews five and, and just bring it around. But I want this I think this is a great stopping point. I would like to pray us out. Thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it. I hope you learned something from what I said. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, if you if you would like to share your <laughs> so I want to start this thing it's called um, triumph of the week right if you have went through some trials right if you have went through some trials I would like you to, to email it in to us and tell us your triumph of the week how did you get over it you know how did you get past it how did you tr- like yeah I want to make this to where it involves you all too And I would also like to share one thing since, you know, Mother's Day just passed. And um, when I went to church, I was able to go to church this week. We we practiced social distancing, so don't worry. But um, the topic was a virtuous wife and a godly woman. Twelve attributes of a virtuous wife and a godly woman. Y'all, I feel like this message was right on time because... I really wouldn't be righteous, but these four attributes really got me together. So I would like to share it with you all. Um, it's not going to be anything long. I did want to like actually like read all of the scriptures and, and go over it. But I think this is something I'm going to give you the information and it's going to be up to you to what you do with it, basically. <laughs> so. Because I honestly, I say that because I haven't studied them on my own. So I don't want to talk about something that I haven't really studied yet. So I'm going to go. This is going to be something that I'm going to do in full detail next time. So if you like it and you want to hear more, definitely tune in to my next episode. Um, But the 12 attributes are strength and dignity are your clothing, which makes you resilient. Mm. So, I, yeah, 
that that um scripture came from Proverbs 31. You know, everybody want to be a Proverbs 31 woman. So that's why I said I'm really going to dive deep into this next time. But honestly, I, I haven't really got to dive deep yet. Um, the third attribute is wisdom. Four, lives that change the atmosphere. Six, tongue is the law of kindness. A tongue that is the law of kindness. Mm, that's powerful. Mm. Seven is watches over the affairs of her household. Eight, do not eat the bread of idleness. Mm. That can mean a lot of things. Look up what idleness mean. <laughs> and what does it mean to you? And if you don't, if you want to be a virtuous wife and a godly woman, we have to practice now. Like you might not be a wife, but you are a woman. So it still applies to you. You're not getting off easy. Even if you're a man listening to this, these are, these are, ooh, ooh, I'm going to share the, um, this thing next time about like husbands, but you know, my channel is Edifying Queens. My husband have to do the Edifying Kings thing or something like that. But I, you know, if fellas listening, you know, is no harm. Thank you guys for tuning in, but you know, I'm going to stick to what I know because Josh is very, um, I consider him a biblical scholar. So I would like to have him on the show one day, the ep- you know, have him on the episode just to, so you guys can get like a, a female perspective and a male perspective. So nine, her children rise up and call her blessed along with her husband who praises her. Now this one, this is my favorite one. I f- this is number nine. Y'all know I'm the ninth child. So I don't know me and numbers, we got a thing, but, um, <laughs> her children rise up and call her blessed along with her husband who praises her. Now, that's that's one of my goals, like, to be blessed in God's eyes. If I'm blessed in God's eyes, my kids' eyes, and my husband's eyes, that's all I need. That is all I need. Like, number 10, a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. That's Proverbs 31 and 30. 11 hands are busy accomplishing God's will. Hmm. That's 11. So our hands got to be busy accomplishing God's will. 12 get and you will get the fruit of your hands that will get you praised into the gate. So it's like the work you put in, you're going to bear fruit from it basically. And that's 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 all we can ask for really. That's all we can ask for is that is is reciprocal. What we put in is what we get out. That's all women want these days. Somebody that's going to reciprocate the love and affection that they show them. But guess what? You're going to get it from God and more. You're going to get his peace, girl. You're going to get his love. Like, we, we got this. We got this. But we have to be able to do God a favor in order to receive favor. Does God, does grace and forgiveness rule your life? If not, it won't rule your relationships. So I just want you to keep that in mind and I'm going to pray us out now. Thank you all for tuning in. I really appreciate it. As I said before, if you have a triumph of the week, please email it to us. Um, Our email is 
you can find it on the front page of our podcast. If not, you can reach out to us personally. Um, my email, I can't remember our edifying queen's email at the moment, but my email is, you can reach me at pies, P-I-E-S, wellness, at yahoo.com. Now, I would like to pray us out. Thank you, God, for bringing these people here today to listen. I hope that they learned something from my message and just sharing what was on my heart, Lord. I know I may be going on, but I really just like to speak from the heart. I, I have things, you know, to talk about, but I hope that they received it. I hope that you will continue to bless them, Lord. Continue to show them, Lord. Continue to guide them on the right path. Thank you for covering their friends. Thank you for covering their family members, Lord. Thank you for always being there, Lord. Thank thank you for putting the desire on their heart to learn more about you, Lord. Thank you for them just taking the steps on a daily basis to building a relationship with you, Lord. Thank you for allowing us to be productive, Lord. Thank you for our health, Lord. Thank you for our prosperity, Lord. We receive it right now in the name of Jesus. I ask that you heal them wherever they are, Lord. I ask that you will fix them if they're broken, Lord. I ask that you will give them their mental health, Lord. I ask that you give them physical health, Lord. I ask that you will give them intellectual health, Lord. I ask that you will build them up spiritually, Lord. Help us not to be spiritually blind, Lord. I help. I ask that you will just continue to allow us to walk in the will for our lives, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you have given us the power to speak against the enemy, Lord. We, I ask that you would allow them to be steadfast, Lord, in the things of you, Lord. I ask that you would help us to continue to just do the right thing when the, when the world is doing the wrong thing, Lord. I ask that you will give us discernment so that we can know what is good and what is not, what is good for us and what is not good for us, Lord. I ask that you would not allow us to judge each other, Lord. I ask that you would not allow us to use violence to fix our issues, Lord. I ask that you would allow us to seek the help that we need, Lord. Seek the help that we need, whether it be through counseling, therapy, um, uh, going to church, Lord, talking to a pastor, talking to a, a counselor, talking to somebody who can help you get out of the dark place that you're in. But guess what? Help them to know that they are not buried, that they are planted, and that this is the season of growth, Lord, that this is the season where it might be raining, Lord. It might be windy. It We might be going through trials, but guess what? It is not nothing that we can't handle. You would not put too much on us that we can handle, Lord. You give your strongest battles to your strongest soldiers, and we know that we are all strong, Lord. We help them to know that they are stronger than they think that they are, Lord. You are stronger. You are smarter than you think that you are. In Jesus' name, I pray that you be you receive everything that you need to receive from this message. I pray that this is your Wake up call. Wake up and smell the goodness of God. Wake up and be able to know that God has blessed you with another day. I ask that you will be grateful that all God has done. If he don't do anything else, he has done enough. Thank you, Lord, for all that you have done for us. Thank you for blessing us, Lord. Thank you for repentance, Lord. Thank you for yourself. 
Thank you for listening. Put your faith over fear and remember, you got this. Jay Nice loved you to life. Until next time.